Boy, gang, it feels like all the time in the world has passed and no time has passed at all. Feels like a New York minute. (laughs) I gotta say, though, a lot has happened since we've been in your ears. A lot. The Bachelor universe has has blown up. (laughs) Call us the Death Star. (laughs) Ooh, Star Wars reference. Look at you. Yeah, you know what you're talking about. But I can do it. Yeah, you know who Jar Jar is. You know what the Death Star is. (laughs) (laughs) Me so sad. Chris Harrison gone. (laughs) Of course Jar Jar is. He's a racist too. (laughs) Jar Jar knows what it's like to get canceled. Cancel Jar Jar. I feel like Jar Jar Binks was the original cancel culture. It's true, yeah. Why don't they ever talk about him? (laughs) (laughs) Why would we want to cancel culture? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I guess let's deal with the news first. Always. All right. So first, we didn't even get to this about two months ago, and I don't know we need to spend a long time with it, but uh, Colton Underwood came out. Gay. Yeah. I called it you did as call did it. many other members yes. of the bachelor community yes and i don't say that to be smug you do a little bit though. a little bit because i feel like i kind of <laughs> took some heat for even suggesting that he might be gay <laughs> and look what we have here <laughs> my gaydar was pinging oh it's always pinging charts. yeah yeah that's true i guess if if you accuse that of like Every contestant. Yeah. yeah, the broken clock is right twice a day. Okay. Um, Even a blind squirrel gets a nut every now and then. <laughs> uh, yeah, gay. Also still pretty terrible. Yeah. Like trash human. Yeah, still pretty terrible. Still stalked Cassie. Uh, so it appears... Like, I guess, right? I, I mean, mean he, they, she's got the receipts. He yeah, did it. Yeah, yeah. It's just even... I guess... I mean, I don't know what happened. He, he, he stalked her. We know that. And now he seems um, to be leveraging his coming out to, like, launch a Netflix career. Yeah, so that guy needs to be off TV for a while. Eh, I'm that, all right with it. No, that is my take. Like, almost even for his own mental health. Like, dude, you ran away on the last reality show that you were on. You literally, like, hopped out of it and ran out. Because he was running from himself. There's one person I can't run from, me. The mirror. The man in the mirror. (laughs) He follows me wherever I go. Um, I just don't think he needs to be on TV. It seems like Colton might want to do some work off camera and sort some things out. Yeah, you don't get paid for that, though. No, I know. I just don't see why I have to watch that. You don't? I don't have to watch it. It's a free country. No, No, I have to. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, and there was all, I mean, there was all kinds of stuff. I've kind of forgotten the news now. He was being blackmailed. And it's one of those things where it seems like Colton is terrible, but also in a terrible situa- situation, like just, I don't know. It was a, it was a whole mess I of a thing. I can't imagine what goes through your mind when you decide to go on, like, one of the most heteronormative, yes. like, dating shit. I mean, how... Uh, yeah, it it is. It's an interesting, uh, just an interesting situation. Yeah, well, and I agree. Like, I can't even imagine how difficult it is to be closeted and how hard it would be given, especially Colton's, like, religious background and everything. And, like, growing up in football Sure, culture. right, right. So I don't, like, I'm sympathetic to that. But going, like you said, going on a very heteronormative show to, like deal with that is a very strange choice. Like, was he trying to convince himself? Yeah. Was he... 
Just, I'm just curious. No, me too. And I don't know. I hope know. we get to explore all of this in his new Netflix show. <laughs> You're on your own on that one. You and Katie can podcast that. Um, done. Yeah. So there's that. And of course, there's today's fresh, hot bombshell. Extra, extra. Harrison is out for good. Did I thought, I feel like we all saw this coming. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like a thousand percent. Yeah. No, we all saw this coming. And I think they were all trying to find a way to make this like as unawkward as possible mm, didn't work uh well i think it did in the sense that we'll get more into this when we talk about the show like i think most people were happy with uh caitlin and Tasha, and and i think it was kind of wise to be like hey you really liked that okay harrison's gone like i think it I would think have it was sorry I no go ahead i was you... just gonna say i think it was smart to do it at the beginning of a season mm-hmm. like i feel like the awkwardness obviously came at the end of last season when they were like well shit right <laughs> well fuck we're stuck with this like, guy i don't think that they're wrong to to um Assume that most viewers are like, meh, I guess this is it now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I, I after think a, you're right. After a two-month break. Right. If I, they had come immediately mm-hmm. after, it would have been, oh, people would have been pissed. But, and, and, I mean, you know, we've talked about this before, but I feel like we run in Bachelor circles where most of our colleagues dare i say <laughs> our friends slash our soulmates if you will i feel like most of us are probably leaning the same direction mm-hmm. with all the harrison stuff and i haven't i haven't taken a gander at any of the like instagram comments i'm sure there are people the, out there that are like pissed. twitter the harrison yeah. stands out yes. there yeah. yeah so here's did i already make this argument forgive me if i did already so Chris Harrison is like smoking in bars in that, like you remember in 2005, 2006, when I started teaching comp, like that was like the thing to write about sure. was smoking in oh. bars and how like controversial it was and how there were so many people on both sides. And now no one is upset. Right. Even smokers are like, eh, we get it. Yeah, exactly. And it's going to be in three years, no one is going to miss Harrison. I mean... Look, I missed him in this episode. Okay, interesting. I, I know yeah. you said you didn't. I didn't. He's yeah. like a a comfortable racist blanket. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I'm I do you know for better or worse, and often for worse, he's the face of the show, mm-hmm. and he's a constant in between all of the terrible seasons and. Like good spinoffs uh-huh. and terrible spinoffs. I feel like the one thing you could count on is that Harrison would be there, kind of like quietly judging the contestants. Right. Well, like and... old bland Harrison is here. Yeah. I mean, really. But I do think that. Uh, I mean, I, bl- I absolutely think it was the right thing to mm-hmm. let him go, and now he just has to weep into his ten million dollars right. or whatever. Or he mo- got. I mean, eight figures is all <laughs> they said. Is- so anywhere from ten to ninety nine million dollars. I believe he got ninety nine point <laughs> nine million dollars. I mean he's but- swimming around in like a money bin of money right. Scrooge McDuck style. Sure. This guy is fine. And- I again um I I missed him a little bit. No, and th- you know, so here's the thing. In the too. same way that, like, if your racist uncle doesn't come to Christmas, you're still like, oh, <laughs> right? Like, where's I'm Uncle Chris? Glad he wasn't here, and I also missed him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't feel that way about my uh, crazy aunt, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the other thing is that 
it was kind of sort of time like Harrison could not do this forever. Well, I think they made a mistake in never really bringing in alternate hosts. Yes, like right. there are other shows where every now and they, I guess they did this a little bit towards the most recent seasons, mm-hmm. but I mean, really. Again, with just very few exceptions, he's hosted this entire right. time, every franchise, like every spinoff of the franchise. And so I think that that does make it more difficult because people are like, who else can do this job? Well, any dumb fuck right. can do it. Yeah, like, literally we, anyone yeah. who looks okay on camera can yeah. do it. David Spade can do but it, apparently. But because it's only been Harrison, I'm like, even I am like, well, I don't know. Like, yeah. God, can anyone just sit there on the couch and, and say, make non-committal right. statements? <laughs> so how did you feel about this? Yeah. Well, you know what it is? It's exactly like how we have one reliable babysitter so when she's not available, we're like, well, fuck, what are we going to do? <laughs> there whereas are no if other we babysitters. Had, right. Like, whereas we had like any asshole could watch our kids for two hours mm-hmm. for $12 an hour. So, yeah. Um, Call us if you want to babysit our kids. <laughs> you <laughs> can do it over Zoom, actually. social media, please. <laughs> we'll Zoom you in at half the price. Yeah. So Harrison is gone. And kind of what I was getting at was in, in YouTube, I think, is like, he was going to have to go eventually. Like a 70-year-old Harrison cannot host this show. Yes, he could. So. Look at freaking Fred Willard. <laughs> Do it till you die. <laughs> They're going to have to remove his dead body from the Bachelor Mansion. Um, Something stinks. It's Harrison's dead. They're just going to, they were going to weekend in Bur- at Bernie's end. <laughs> He's still here. <laughs> All right, so... uh Let's go ahead and get to this show. We have our our usual shout-outs, though, beforehand. We did score a few reviews. And, hey, gang, we're at 298 reviews. We'd like to promise quite a prize for review number 300. Yeah, we will reward you handsomely (laughs) if you were review 300. I don't know what it's going to be yet. Yeah, yeah. You know what it could be? Our voices on your voicemail. It could be anywhere from 10 million to 99.9 million Hershey kisses. <laughs> That's still a lot of Hershey kisses. I would <laughs> not mind. promise 10 back. million Hershey's kisses. <laughs> Hershey kisses. Oh, right. The plural comes after. Wait, no. Hershey's because they're possessive, right? Mm, Hershey's know. kisses. Oh, first time for this season. Robin, get into gear. <laughs> Will you look up whether it's Hershey's kisses or Hershey kisses for we us, please? We can't do it ourselves, Robin. <laughs> we get too many complaints about the typing on the show. This is what we pay you for. <laughs> In 10 million Hershey's kisses. <laughs> Hershey kisses. <laughs> All right. So we got nice updated reviews from Picolino Pigeon and La Mer 3. And we got reviews that I don't believe we mentioned before, but maybe we did, from Sean C.H., which I like to just pronounce Shaunch. Uh, now Dell, who said that they are going to watch Katie's season strictly because of us. So you're welcome, Damn. ABC. It's Hershey's. Robin, ah, boom. abort. Boom. Abort. <laughs> Pull the plug. <laughs> um, and Teresa, one, one, two, eight. We ran out of funding on the Hershey project. <laughs> We're going to need to table that Hershey's research project. (laughs) (laughs) You would think we had known going to the Hershey's factory as we did. Okay, whatever. All right. It's not, I know it's not Hershey's Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. No, but it's Hershey's factory. (laughs) They possess it. 
All right, and then let's shout out a fun town. Go ahead and give me a number between uh, 200 and 245, please. 245. Uh, Calgary, Alberta. That's not fun. That's not fun. That's not even American. Uh, How about 243? Just kidding. We love our international listeners. Ajax, Ontario. How about that? Why are these all Canadian? Uh, Oh, we have two listeners in Iraq. Oh, three listeners in Iraq. All right. We've got uh, a lot of... We've got uh, somebody in Iceland, somebody in the Ooh, Netherlands. Who's in Iceland? We're uh, shouting them out. They are from Reykjavik and also... I'm sorry, <sighs> say that again? Reyk- Reykjavik. 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 What did you say? Reykjavik. Reykjavik. Also, Reykjavik. this one I'm going to pronounce just as well, Hafudborgasvedi, Iceland. Welcome, mm-hmm. our Icelandic <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Welcome. No, <laughs> no doubt listening in a hot spring right now, a lovely geothermal hot spring. Mm-hmm. Eating some rotten shark, <laughs> crazy bastards. It's even more delicious when it's rotten. All right, let's get into this show. Sure, I guess. Do you want to do... Oh, so this is... Give me your global take. Uh, Global take... Um... Not as bad as I thought. Okay. I still think that Katie is a huge tryhard. I'm going to see if I'm using this term correctly. I think she's a crugy. Wait, what is it? Crugy? I thought it was chugy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you're getting on me for mispronouncing Reykjavik. Katie's chugy. <laughs> oh, she's so chugy. What a chug. <laughs> You know what's chuggy is what? using the word chuggy like we are right this now. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. You want to define that for our older listeners who, like us, don't nope, understand what the I kids are saying? No, because I still don't know what it means. Okay. I know that it has a little bit to do with kind of being a cross between a tryhard and a basic bitch, which I think is Katie. Okay. Okay. Um, total chugster. <laughs> the chugarino. <laughs> chug, chug, chug. The chug train is coming in. Passenger, Katie. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, um, first of all, if she tells me that she's sex positive again, I'm going to have a freak out like Ramona did on Real Housewives of New York this week when she claimed that Leah made up the term sex positive. <laughs> Um, I just like, I get it. I think that's great that you're sex positive, not to sound too much like Ramona, but like, is that all you have to talk about? I don't know. She just seems like she's trying too hard to make it happen. Stop Mm -hmm. trying to make it happen. It's not going to (laughs) happen. What's not going to happen? No, it is going to happen. Like, fine. Go. I mean, I feel like she's acting like she's like pioneering this too. Like, excuse me, but Caitlin is there and I feel like Caitlin is the OG sex positive bachelorette. Right. Even though she got roasted for it. Well, and she acts like nobody ever said let's talk about sex before. Right. When, like, uh, it's um, 2021. Like, have you... Uh, yeah, Salt like and Peppa. Salt and Peppa. Yeah, please. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. Don't be coy, avoid, or make void the topic. Because that ain't gonna stop it. Now we talk about sex on the radio and video show. Come I on. mean, I just feel like she... I she seemed nice in this episode. She did make me laugh a few times. Mm-hmm. Um I think that she 
views herself as way more like innovative and and groundbreaking than she is. Okay. And I don't believe that she deserved to be the Bachelorette. Okay. So here's, I'll give you my take, That's which my is global take. Yeah, now it's a little bit of a counterpoint. I don't disagree necessarily with any of that, but my overall take on this episode was that it was a little bit of a palate cleanser. It was for me. Like it was, uh, it was refreshing, and not even like it wasn't great, but it was just like okay, this is bachelor, like back to basics bachelor of like silliness and they didn't other than that one little stupid thing that makes no sense where two guys yelled at each other they didn't even try to shoehorn in stupid drama right and no i will say that i did think that she did a good job of being like i want this to be fun and laid Mm -hmm. back and it did seem more laid back i don't mean i mean maybe harrison was just like keeping (laughs) old man harrison laces on this show the whole time and none of us knew it you get him out of there and suddenly it's a freewheeling chug fest. Well, that's so a big part of that. So, so my quick take on Katie, she was more awkward than I thought she would be, which yeah. I liked. I really liked that. She didn't that. seem a hundred percent comfortable. Yeah. I felt like some of that was just because she was clearly very cold. Yes. <laughs> Sorry to tell where the awkwardness <laughs> ends and the cold the begins. <laughs> um, and I again, she's she's personable. She's reasonably funny. I don't disagree about the trying too hard. Or the like beating us over the head with the sex positivity. But there are worse things to beat us over the head. I mean, this is sure. what happens with every single episode yeah. or season. They mean, latch on to like they and you know to her credit. At this point, she probably knows that the producers are going to make something her thing anyway. So, like, maybe she's trying to kind of regain the autonomy and be Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'll be sex positive. Right. That'll be my thing. Yeah. Like, they already edited me into the sex positive person in the previous season. That's what they're going to beat into the ground. It's not like unlovable, like, Ben Higgins. Yeah. (laughs) That I already was on this show and didn't find somebody. Does anyone know that that we've got a virgin on the show? Like, virgin alert. <laughs> um yeah no i agree with all that oh yeah and, and i just want to say too in res- in direct response to something you said okay. about the awkwardness it will be interesting to see if that plays out in a good way or a bad way because i think sometimes awkwardness from the lead is charming yes and sometimes like i felt like matt was kind of awkward and it was like all right enough right like, why did we pick this guy who doesn't know what he's doing right but it wasn't sort of adorkable awkwardness no um which katie could achieve i don't think she's quite I hate there that yet word. well but it but it also captures exactly it what it is which is like cute but annoying but i feel like she's trying yes. to be adorkable she's a chewable <laughs> <laughs> do you like that word no <laughs> So the other thing that I want to talk about is Caitlin and Tasha, which to me was like a fucking delight. See, and that like I really liked Tasha because I feel like she seemed just very naturally comfortable mm-hmm. in the role of the bachelorette, not in a way that was like overly right. smooth mm-hmm. or manufactured. She like I felt like we were definitely seeing the real Tasha. Mm-hmm. But she, I mean, I just liked Tasha. She's funny. She's right. charming. And she I, is not trying too hard. I feel like a little bit of this, like, try hard, adorkable, I'm awkward thing. It, it, I could see it getting old very quickly sure. if we have to watch weeks and weeks of it. Sure. No, I agree. Tasha was 
like fun and funny without trying mm-hmm. and She's katie naturally does the best not have that effortlessness so that I, I even feel too i mean again we don't know katie i get that like it's you know we don't know her like we know the other people on right. the show <laughs> very intimately yeah um but just to contrast since we had Tasha and caitlin both there i also felt like katie wasn't as naturally funny as caitlin mm-hmm. like i feel like Caitlin is a good, it's interesting to kind of compare and contrast the three because I do, especially Caitlin, I felt like was a little bit of an outlier in terms of the bachelorettes when she did it. Like she isn't a Hannah B, mm-hmm. you know, she is more like, I think dryly sarcastic mm-hmm. and funny. And I don't feel like Katie was that either. Mm-hmm. Like she really didn't make me laugh that much. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, we'll see. I mean, I I find her generally likable, though I get people who are annoyed with her. Like I don't, I don't argue with that. Yeah. Like, um. So, but what I was going to say At about least she's not Claire. Sorry. Right. Yeah. I mean, there are plenty. We've Could had be worse. worse. <laughs> well, um, the thing I was going to say about Caitlin and Tasha was like, especially, you know, you you made a joke about Harrison like running a tight ship or like, but he was not like fun about the men coming in, whereas like Caitlin and Tasha were like peanut gallery watching and spectating I don't feel like that's harrison's fault like there's just going to be a big difference between watching a limo of 30 guys come in with a 55 year old straight man that you don't really even i mean they i guess kind of know him or like mm-hmm. essentially like your girlfriend right but that's what i'm saying it's like the girlfriend dynamic is fun right no for sure i feel like harrison the thing that you might like about him is that he's giving off kind of dad vibes right. like there was always a dad in the mansion yes. when Harrison was around. Yeah. And now it kind of feels like the kids, it's like Camp Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're having a big sleepover while yeah. dad's away. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. You know how when your dad gets bought out and gets canceled and can't be your dad anymore? That was the storyline of Home Alone 4. <laughs> um, but yeah, like- Lost in L.A. <laughs> Lost in the Bachelor Mansion. <laughs> you know, Katie would not have made humping motions about a guy coming in if Harrison were there. Like, it's just, it's more fun. Like, right, it's... It's more fun. It's a little less dignified. That's, a, you mean, know, this program was never dignified. Well, there was never anything dignified about no, this television that's show. That's true. So this is like, lean in. We've always said this about, like, Paradise and Bachelor Pad. Like, lean into it. Like... You know, they're having fun. It's like, I just, I just think it, it is going to be a more fun experience. And Katie, first of all, they didn't tell her what was going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess not. But, she did look legitimately confused. Right. Like, I guess I'm here by myself, which just seems mean and awful. I'm just out here in the desert. Yeah, right. Someone left me alone with a bunch of coyotes. The Hotel yeah. California. <laughs> My mind is Tiffany twisted. <laughs> Listener, do you? Okay. Oh, I guess when well, we don't need to do this. No, well, now I brought go it ahead. up. I knew you were going to tweet it up us. Too. No, it's it's a question we've had for some time. And if you are Robin, also, we've got a Robin. Put aside the Hershey's <laughs> research. If you are a member of the Eagles, please tweet us to resolve <laughs> this issue one name? and for all. Don Henley. Don Henley. Yeah. We know you're listening. Please tweet us. 
Is it in Hotel California, her mind is Tiffany twisted or her mind is definitely twisted? It's Tiffany twisted. Okay. We're all on the same page about this now. (laughs) I wasn't even going to say who was on which side. Ryan thought it was definitely twisted. What are you talking about? I always knew it was Tiffany twisted. Okay. Now, this is like you saying that I took my cousin to prom. (laughs) You take a perfectly fun story and you twist it against me. Ryan took his cousin, (laughs) who was also a member of the Monkees. Robin, will you please look up who I went to prom with? Guess what? (laughs) Dig into my high school yearbook. Ryan wasn't allowed to go to prom because he was raised Church of Christ (laughs) and his grandmother wouldn't allow it. It's almost as bad as Mr. Baseball. Yep. Dancing is... Of the devil. It will lead directly to sex. <laughs> Footloose directly. was correct. <laughs> yes. My grandma was John Lithgow from Footloose. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Should we get into the yeah. in the details? Mm-hmm. Katie says that she grew up poor and mm-hmm. switched schools a lot, which made uh, making friends difficult. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. we witnessed in her last performance in the show. Yes. Like she didn't. You could. I mean, again... I was not a big Katie fan anyway, but by the time we got the... Well, I was at first. Uh-huh. At first, I really liked her. Yeah. Then by the time we got to the women tell all, it it raised a red flag to me that even the the women that she was supposedly like defending right. were not really on her side. Correct. No, I agree with that. That was telling. Yeah. In the women tell all. Mm-hmm. It told us all. Oh, we it? were told a lot. <laughs> Um, yeah, so she also, not only did she grow up poor, but she still wears the same jean jacket she has in high school. Mm-hmm. That's how thrifty she is. Yep, she saved yep. it. <laughs> Looking good. She is in a desert setting. Yes, and which leads her to make the no dry bushes here joke. hey Which, it is a good joke, especially for network TV at 8 o'clock, but all those bushes were dry. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, it literally yeah. was a dry bush. Yeah, so I feel like maybe in better formulation of the joke. I feel like just lean... Can we workshop it a little bit? Yeah. Lean into it. Like, yeah. this dry bush needs watering. Yeah. Ooh, this dry bush needs some attention. Something like that. Is that good? <laughs> no, I think it <laughs> should be a, watering. Okay, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, there it is. I mean... We got it. Yeah, it does need watering. Yeah. Need some, all right, whatever. I mean, I would just, You just yeah. always have to one-up me, don't but you? But I didn't one-up well, you. Exactly. The joke, your joke was better. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we, you said we were workshop, and I thought we were just spitballing out ideas. Mm. You know, there's really no bad ideas during a brainstorming Like when I sesh. tell my students that we're work, quote-unquote workshopping, but really it's just, here's what you need to do right. because I said so. To fix your story, yeah. Fun fact, they are on the same dude ranch that Hey Dude was filmed oh, on. Oh, yeah. It's a little wild and a little strange. Another fun fact. Uh, in a couple of episodes, who's going to show up as a wannabe contestant? Who? Buddy. I don't remember Mr. Buddy. Ernst's son. I remember, wasn't Ugg? Ted? Was Ugg one Ugg. of the like uh, counselors? No. Or was that a, no, that's Salute wasn't Your Shorts. A, yeah, that's Salute that's Your Shorts. Salute Your Shorts. Okay, yes. The, hey, dude, <laughs> was a dude ranch. No, I understand that part of it. My leg is itchy. I'm scratching. I can tell. I know. Yeah. I can tell because there's a gentle swaying. Yeah, that's... that the mic is picking up, like the yeah, clinking of fun. Katie's glass. Yeah. Um, Yippee ki Don't sing the theme song if you just told me that Ugg was coming. <laughs> <laughs> you don't deserve that. It was going to be a crossover. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Tasha and Caitlin are there. They mm-hmm. call themselves the ultimate girl gang. It's rolling in like Thelma and Louise. At the end of the season, they're going to drive off a cliff together it's in that convertible. Great. Yeah. It's going to be great, great. ending. Um, they are in New Mexico at the Hyatt Regency Tamayat. I'm not sure if I did. I get that right? Probably Resort not. And spa. But they made like half those motherfuckers be like. We're here at the Tiamat, New Mexico Resort and Spa. I don't know. I don't know. Robin. But uh, yeah, they made them say like the whole name of the resort several times. Tamaya Resort. Yeah. Can we, uh, is the Nima Colon open for business again? I feel like we should do like a road trip of like staying at all these resorts. Um. A bunch of the Southern Charm people were at the Nima Colon. They were what? like Instagramming it not that long ago. Man, that's just the place people for influencers. Love the Nima Colon. It looked great. Which of these three would you go to? Which three? Uh, those the one that Claire and Tasha were at. Nah, definitely uh, not. The this La new one. Yeah, the, <laughs> the La Quinta Inn in, in Suites. Yep. Um, the Nima Colon or this um, one? Oh well, I don't know. We haven't seen much of this. That's one. true. I, it looked really pretty in the like coming up this season. Yeah. scenes. Yeah. I like the desert. Yeah, me too. You like new? You went to New Mexico a while ago. Like Saint, five is years that ago. Santa Fe is? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you were there. That's when you saw Neil Patrick Harris on the sure. airplane. Yes, yeah. I did. And then we saw Hillary Swank in a place that we stopped at for lunch. It was a celebrity free for all. I know. So many Santa celebs. Fe. It's the who's who of really uh, celebrity was. world. It really was. Shout out to our listener, Sarah, who gets just as excited as I do. Oh, I would have gotten excited sightings. too. Yeah. It's like yeah. when you got real excited when we saw De Niro and Bradley Cooper I was outside of Whole Foods. This close to tapping Neil Patrick Harris on the shoulder and saying something yeah well i wonder what the line have you met me high five yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah this is legend dairy <laughs> um all right yeah they're at the Tam- tamaya resort and spa mm-hmm. uh we switch over to connor b who's playing the ukulele naked in the bathtub yeah. he is a eighth grade math teacher yes he is yeah uh, so he is a musician from Nashville. Is that right? Am that's I getting correct. the guy right? Yeah, so that's right. we've had problems with this before. I mean, the part of the thing now is the ba- part of this game is like, all right, who's the hidden racist this season? Like, I feel like that just happened so many times at this point. Do you have a girlfriend? And also, do you write dog food jingles? <laughs> dog really does deserve the best. Go pick him up some better bones. It's not a bad jingle. It's re- I mean, yeah. <laughs> clearly it has uh, made an impact on us. It's wormed <laughs> into our brains. I don't think I could write a, a better, better bowl jingle. I could. because Well, not for better bowl. Okay, let's hear it. No, I, I just said I couldn't. No, but you don't. You have a jingle for, for something Cheerios. else. Yeah, for, for Cheerios. Cheerios. Yeah, no, I'm not. You know, I'm that's not giving the, that away. That's the perfect. I won't give it away, but I'll say that it's the perfect jingle for a sex positive season. Yeah, yeah. Because it's maybe I'm pretty a little sure bit of an entendre. Sung, I have sung that on this show before. Yeah, yeah. Our, but our listeners, they they love to hear us sing. Well, you know, I'm a little bit like. Uh, Trey, who says, I've got a song in my heart. <laughs> so if there's a quiet moment, I'm the guy who's singing or humming. And in my comments, I have, this guy's my worst nightmare. I don't like... That. I mean, that's me. I'm always singing and humming. You're always making noise. That is true. Yeah. You know, when we saw... This is just way off topic. 
But when we saw that Quiet Place sequel the other day, I was like, well, I'd be dead in two minutes. Oh, my. Like, I, mean, I cannot be quiet. implies that you would have made the initial attack, which is just Sure, right. Also yeah. False. Oh, no, that alien would have eaten me but like a jalapeno what, popper. I'd be fine. Oh, you would. This is like my dream world. Yeah, like, I'll just go in my room and read a book. <laughs> yeah. And those aliens can do what they like with the rest of humanity. Y'all are all too loud. Yeah, no, the kids and I would be gone. I feel gone. like that's the lesson. No, I just mean y'all humanity. Oh, I see. That's the just, general yeah. lesson of that movie that mm-hmm. I took away from it. It's just, can everybody just be a little quieter? Yeah, you actually were rooting for the aliens the whole yeah, time. Yeah, like I get Both it. Both of those movies are tragedies for you. Like, why like did the aliens uh, kill those where people? where you get like a close up on their ear. Yeah. Like, that's me every morning. Yeah, that's and... you walking through our home with everybody <laughs> yeah. making so much noise. Yeah, correct, <laughs> correct. Um, All right. Well, you know what? Also, uh, we recommend it. It was good. Yeah, it was good. And also recommend Cruel Summer, guys. If oh, anybody yeah. wants to branch out of Bachelor Universe, I'm very much enjoying that right yeah. now. Yeah, and um, I wonder if our listeners were like, boy, I hope they watch some new shows in this break so they can drop some new references. We but we didn't. mostly watched, we watched a bunch of Seinfeld episodes. And we also watched Workaholics. We did, yeah, so we oh, can start. shout out to our listener, Jake, who I play very good tennis with. Yes, always. Yeah, we you always love to play win. with him. Yeah. I, well, I do always love to play with uh-huh. him, but... I made a comment in our one of our previous seasons that we didn't play well together, and that ruffled some feathers. Oh man, <laughs> you got to be careful. Yeah, did you play well together after you made that comment? We we always play well together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that was a good. You dodged that uh, <laughs> setup. Good job. But yeah, shout out to Jake who recommended okay. Workaholics. All right. Shout out to Carl, the motivational speaker in Katie's season, just seamlessly weaving it back into the episode again. He says, I'm a motivational speaker. I'm a mover. I'm a shaker. <laughs> oh, yeah. This guy's great. Yeah. <laughs> Is Carl the one that later got in the fight? It, I didn't even like. I don't even first know. First of all, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Like, I thought that was a weird. Uh, first, I thought it was. Um, uh, like they were acting. Right. Like doing a play. <laughs> yeah. Let's give a performance. <laughs> yeah. I really did. Gather around. And then I thought it was going to be a Waboom Blake uh-huh. situation where they're like, we're both personal trainers in the right. LA area and we hate each right. other. Right. Yeah. Or, I mean, we've did, we've gotten that with um, the girls, too. Pageant queens a- Anna, and... Anna? Whoever. Yeah, those two. Uh-huh, right. I'm in the other. Chicago high society scene, and I can tell you this other person <laughs> is an escort. They got in a fight because yeah. the other guy accused Cody of being an escort. <laughs> You're a male gigolo. Well, I like how that storyline, when it's the women, is like beat to yes. the fucking ground. Yeah. And when it's two guys having a fight, they're like, we're not even going to tell you why they're fighting. Right. No explanation. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's when it's like... the women, ooh, cat fight. Yeah, meow. I tried, but he thought it was some sort of a cat fight. Cat fight? <laughs> okay, why? Why do guys do this? What is so appealing to men about a cat fight? Yeah, cat fight. Um, well, this is part of the thing, too, is like, Either explain it or just leave it out entirely. Like, this was the of worst course. of both worlds where it's like, what and, now? And you and I both were like, did we miss something? And then we went on social media and everyone was yeah. wondering that. Yes. All right. But that's skipping ahead. Okay. Um, we have the motivational speaker, mm-hmm. as you said. We have a, I just have him as weird Canadian guy. Brendan. 
Sure. Toronto hockey player, yeah. There's a football player. Andrew S., who spoke, who speaks German and also does a fake British Bridgerton-style oh, accent. We'll get to that. Okay. Uh, he also did the Carlton dance. Oh, yeah. We've got Mike, who's a virgin who can't drive. He says, uh, he like shows some footage of himself doing some sort of squat activity. Yes. And he's like, you're 31. You can't just hop right into things like you used to. Okay, fuck you, dude. 31. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm 41 and I can't hop into things like I used to. Um, and yeah, he is a virgin. He says that he personally wants to share that within marriage. Mm-hmm. My, yeah, but but let's go on the Mike, sex positive. we wish you well. Yeah, right. This is not going to end well. And I believe the producers know that. All right. Then Trey, with a song in his heart, is deploying the harmonica. And there's an, you skipped over the artist guy. Oh, yeah, sorry. I don't remember his name. Yeah, his name comes up later. I have it in my notes. But yeah, he's very good. Oh, yeah, for sure. And he also says, as an artist, these hands know what they're doing. Draw me like one of your French girls. (laughs) Um, All right, those were the kind of extended intros that we got. Also, Greg who Twitter loved Greg the Egg. I did kind of like Greg by the end of it. I have in my notes who is this boring sack of shit, (laughs) but apparently I am in the minority. I liked him. (laughs) I mean, I think he's fine. I I bet I think he'll emerge as... Well, it's just hard when, like, one person is like, I know 40 digits of pi. I can play the harmonica. And Greg's like, I'm Greg. 40 digits of pi? Yeah. What does that mean? The, like, pi to, so, like, 3.14, except he knows all the way out to 40 digits. I mean, digits. that's what gets the ladies wet. <laughs> yeah, no dry bushes like here. That that's what you picked up on is, like, there's a guy here that knows 40 <laughs> digits of pi. And Greg expects to be interesting. <laughs> God. Yeah, oh, that's a, it's a real panty dropper to know all the way to 40 digits to pie. throw that in on, yeah. a, on a date. Boom, <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, we are in the first night. Uh, my first note is that I don't approve of her lip sh- lipstick shade with her dress. Oh, okay. So just take it down a notch, Katie. So what, it was too I feel like her it. lipstick was a little too purpley, and then the dress was like... Red. Oh, okay. I don't it's know. not. It's not a match. Yeah, just didn't. I wasn't uh, yeah. crazy about it. Okay. 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 Tasha and Caitlin sneak up on her. Yeah, real. Uh, this played like mischievous music. Oh, it was mischievous. Yeah. Um, they say we're here to help you. We couldn't let you do this by yourself. Um, I did like this. She said that her type is not a physical look; it's a personality, and yeah. I feel like. Uh, I get that. Sure. I think, I mean, if your type was a physical look, I never would have made it this far. <laughs> Let's face it. <laughs> I'm looking for wizard, but make it nerdy. <laughs> I'm looking for a slightly taller hobbit. <laughs> That's my physical type. Less buff Jon Snow, please. Hobbit, but also bad teeth. <laughs> Some of those hobbits have pretty bad teeth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we get the limos are on their way, and we get a whole limo of guys yelling, Katie! Oh, no, I just want to inter- inter- okay, intersperse. Inter- intersperse? Interject. No? Interject. Yeah. Here and say that sh- we also get her again saying, it's 2021, let's talk about sex. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sex positive. <laughs> I'm sex positive. Um, we get it. All right, Tisha I don't get it. And- <laughs> 
Uh, Tayshia and Caitlin watch from the window. Mm-hmm. Thomas comes out. Yes. That's all I have. Is yeah. His name is Thomas. Real estate broker. I have pretty low-key entrance. The first, like, three guys, just basically their move was, I'm super nervous. That's what I have. Yeah. I have Thomas, Aaron, and mm-hmm. Andrew M. And the only thing that I have of note is that Andrew M. said, there she is. I have that in my notes, too. And I have... Isn't that like something a dad would that's say? That's what I said. Yeah. I was like, that's like what your dad says when he like picks you up right. from Christmas break at yep. college. There she is. There's my girl. There's my, there's my yep. kid. Yeah. Yep. I have the same thing. Yeah. Um, and and I'll go ahead and give a, cave- a general caveat here for this first episode back. I didn't take extensive notes because, first of all, not that much happens, actually. Uh-huh. And second of all, I refuse to get attached to any of these guys. It's just too painful. You can't. You it's can't too do it. painful. I mean, well, Caitlin and Tasha told us, you know, don't uh, make any decisions night one. Don't uh, make like quick assumptions or rule anybody I mean, you out. You have to do it to some degree. Well, that's the thing. Is like, we, other than those twelve people, yeah. you're going to cut. Don't rule anybody out except for ten of these guys. <laughs> yeah. You got to rule than that, them out. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. David comes and what is going on with his pants? Yes. So Are his... they, were they hiked up by accident? No, I don't believe so. Were they capris? I believe they were capris. They were formal capris. Yes. That is my working hypothesis right now. Is this a new thing that millennials Do are doing? Do you need to wear this? Well, I still need to wear shoes with no socks. I mean, I'm like three trends behind. So I don't, I feel like, you know what needs to happen in the world of men's fashion that hasn't happened yet? Okay. In the world of women's fashion, we're enjoying this like 90s resurgence, right? Uh So like mom jeans and overalls and baby tees. Mm -hmm. Yeah, coming back like a 90s trend. Also, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Cruel Summer again because it takes place in 93 to 95. So if if that's where your heart lies, you're going to like this show. Okay, yeah, yeah, I like it. Um. Where are the like the men baggy? Where are my hammer pants? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've still got some hammer pants from the sixth grade that I'm sure would fit me. I feel like you can't put those on because they remind you of when you learned that Santa wasn't real. (laughs) That's like they're all just tied together in my mind. The detail that your mom remembers is that you were sitting outside wearing your hammer pants with your head in your hands. Oh, and my legs in my pants. <laughs> and my legs barely in my enormous pants. <laughs> oh man. I feel like you need to um you need to push for some like hardcore norm core dad fashion. I mean, aren't I doing that? <laughs> I thought I I bought khaki shorts. Yeah, I bought cargo not, shorts at Target. You're not doing it subversive. Like you need to do it on purpose. I mean, I feel like you need to like, it's like that guy that we just saw at the pool that has that mustache. And I was like, is it ironic? Right. And we couldn't figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I almost respect it more if it's not ironic. If it's just a mustache. mustache. No, but that's what I'm doing right now is, is he wearing those Target cargo shorts ironically? Or is it sincere? Oh, it's sincere, baby. It's sincere. And man, when I needed a place to put all our passports, boy, did those pockets come in handy. Pick a pocket. (laughs) I had pockets to spare. (laughs) What else do you want to put in there? Yeah, you need some more? Yeah, I got you you covered. 
keys, <laughs> a pocket Bible. <laughs> Well, when the Gideons gave us that pocket Bible at the fair, <laughs> and I kept it for Emma because she needed it for camp. You put it in your I cargo I put it in my cargo shorts. Uh, I would like to not see cargo shorts. I would like to see just like pleated khaki pants. Okay. I mean, I feel like I have that too. I want to see you looking like Tim Allen in The Cable Guy. Tim Allen? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. The, the Wait, wait. Home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Allen and the Cable Guy. Why was I thinking that? I guess because he has a cable TV the show. Melted Lava. <laughs> <laughs> or or Matthew Broderick and the Cable Guy. I that mean, I can pull off. Nineties normcore. Yeah, that I can pull off. Matthew Broderick and Let's the Cable Guy. Let's make you like a Pinterest board of, of Ooh, yeah nineties. You know, men's can fashion. we? Make that available to the listener so that they could put, they could pin things for we could, me. We could sure as hell try. Yeah. I don't know fail. if we, yeah. I don't know if we have the tech knowledge for that, but let's try it. Let's have a, a, a glow up 90s Normcore dad Pinterest board for me. Yeah. And have any listener who wants, we'll tweet it out. Any listener that wants to, I just feel can like suggest fashions. For once in our lives, like, I feel like the men on this show are wearing these, like, Super tight, mm-hmm. like restrictive pants. Yeah, corsets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, I feel like the women are celebrating freedom and just wearing like a whatever they want, and but b clothes that are finally comfortable. Okay. Yeah. So I, um, enjoy those tight pants. I w- I will. You'll enjoy those tight pants. No, as will I won't. Enjoy them. You know what? They look stupid. Like, take a break from them. You know who wears tight pants? People with crotch rot. Tyler C. Yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Trust that me. horse pick <laughs> with Tyler C. in it. Y'all well, go on Instagram. Let me just say that not everybody <laughs> can pull that off. Yeah. So. Y'all go on Instagram. Check out Tyler C.'s uh, tight pants. If you know, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, so what do we got next? Uh, Michael saying My that... just fell off. Uh-oh. Oh, no. My headphones. Yeah. Uh, All right, yeah, Michael, who is... How do I put this politely? Because I've decided to not rag on people as much for their physical appearance okay. on this season. Okay. He's different from the other guys. <laughs> put it that way. Okay. Different and, you know, and different is beautiful. Yeah. That's we celebrate. Yeah. He's, celebrate difference. He is an uggo. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Uh, I've been reading a lot of uggo studies lately, and uh, uggo, being an uggo is great. Michael is a 2 Uggo is beautiful. Because in some shots, I actually thought that Michael was really cute. Mm-hmm. And I thought that he, I thought that that watch thing was funny. Yeah, sure. I mean, he seemed nerdy. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was cute and funny and but then sometimes he would turn to the camera and i'd be like oh god look away (laughs) you're hideous (laughs) my eyes well here's what we've talked about this before it's the same old thing if michael were at a party that you went to you'd be like whoa who's that but who's the hottie with the heirloom watch yeah who's the but because he's followed he's following five guys that katie like classified as tens yeah like it's just i mean in this room he's the ugliest guy there which is probably not a situation he's used to being in. i also just feel like it's hard to get a read on some of them like there were guys that i thought looked really cute in their pictures on the Mm -hmm. website and they just didn't translate that well to the camera Uh 
So I don't know. I mean, Mike, and also, I mean, it's a little bit like Greg. I feel like one of the things that people liked so much about Greg was his personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Not some you. reason. Yeah. <laughs> he was what sweet. Is Greg? He's, he's fine. I mean, we'll see. Cute. I bet, you know, I bet I'll like him by the end of the season. I'm I just sure didn't get a good will. read on him. Yeah. I didn't get a good read on him. Okay. So, uh, I didn't get a good read on him. Oh, I didn't. I didn't get a good beat on him. Everybody else is, oh, I love Greg. Yeah, that's right. And literally, everybody else loves Greg. Everybody loves Greg. This is my Greg. family. <laughs> I live across the street from my parents. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> Greg, Greg, Greg. Uh, that's my Robert Brown. Everybody loves Greg. <laughs> All I've right. got a nagging wife. <laughs> you know why? Because you suck. Because you're Raymond. a piece of shit. Yeah, like yeah. you are the worst. Yeah, no, I've argued this before. Like, I think if you had a a Deborah prequel, <laughs> and the <laughs> world is clamoring like a like young Sheldon, but a young Deborah, <laughs> or like, like a origin story. Yeah, an origin <laughs> story, like a six season origin story for Deborah. Then she would be. I mean, not like the most, but like she's not going to be snorting coke or anything. She might be, but I think she would be like real fun. Like I feel like Raymond beat her ass down by being so obnoxious and I, whiny well, and useless. I do think that Ray Ramon is very cute, though. Really? Yeah. I didn't oh know my that. God, oh yes. wow, this is great. Men of a certain age. Okay. Well, you just like men of a certain age. Well, I that's mean, let's true. face it. That's yeah. True. Hold on. Is Ray Romano cute or is older Ray Romano? I really wanted to watch that that record vinyl. Show. Yeah, just oh, because it was just because you got a lady boner for yeah. Ray Ramon. Yeah. Yeah. Ray, 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 Ray Romano. Is it, is Ray Romano. <laughs> Ray, <yeah. laughs> He's a member of the Ramones. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What well, this is Ray Ramon to me. <laughs> I will say you can tell how rambling this episode is that 48 minutes in, we're still in the limo entrances and barely interested in that. All right. All right. Bring it back around. All right. Tasha and Caitlin are eating popcorn, which is a cute gag. Gabriel? Gabriel? Gabriel is like. Gives her a weird hug and like cracks her spine. Oh yeah, he's like, "This is one of my favorite hugs." And then he like does a bunch of chiropractic work on (laughs) it. And then uh, Katie actually had a neck spasm. Um, uh, yeah, you forgot ahead. Trey yeah. rolled in in his truck right. and jumped out with a bunch of balls. Yeah, I really like Trey so far. You don't oh, like someone God. with a song in their heart. Is this the guy that also did the British accent? No, that's Andrew. Oh, okay. Andrew did the British accent. I did not like British accent guy. I did like Trey. Trey, They seemed like they were vibing when they were just hanging out in his truck. Yeah, well, the big thing, though, is that a bunch of kids have been playing there and had pissed all over those balls. (laughs) (laughs) So it's not as much fun as it looks. Um, John... Who I have in my comments looks like Edward Furlong. I'm not sure if that guy made it through. Did he make it through? I don't remember. I'm also not sure if Edward Furlong was the right person that I was thinking of. No, you, I thought you looked it up and I it did was look it Edward up Furlong. Because it was, I swear I thought Edward Furlong had died of a drug overdose. Clearly not the case. Yeah, we looked this up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Did, was there a Brendan that died of a drug overdose? A Brendan? I'm Is like, there a Brendan here? <laughs> Brendan, if you're out there, <laughs> communicate with <laughs> oh, us. Give God. us a sign. 
Now um, we're going to be fucking haunted by a 90s actor who died of a drug overdose. This is the beginning of a horror movie. I feel like there was a guy that died of a drug overdose not that long ago, and people got really pissed because they left him out of like the Oscars. Oh, sure. Clip. Yeah. And, and, I don't know. Somebody tell me who I'm thinking okay. of. I'm pretty sure his name was Brendan. <laughs> Brendan Fraser. And I'm not, before any of you send this shit in, I'm not thinking of that Brandon guy that died who was on Sequest. I know it wasn't him. Jonathan Brandis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, that, you certainly weren't thinking of that guy because that is not his name. <laughs> Brandon Walsh. <laughs> Speaking of Brandons, uh, Brandon pulls up on a moped. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, sorry, tell me the British accent guy's Andrew, name. Andrew. Andrew. Who shows up in an no. old-timey car with an awooga horn. Uh, fun fact, it's the same car that Rose and Jack fucked <laughs> in Titanic. Yeah, and the awooga sound was not coming from the horn. Mm, until they were cock-blocked and interrupted <laughs> by Elise. <laughs> Rose? We're supposed to go dancing on the lower level. <laughs> Let's rearrange some deck chairs on the Titanic. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Some guy shows up in an RV. He is later cut because he had the nerve to eat celery in that <laughs> RV. My God. <laughs> yeah, Um. you did not mention that Andrew, so Andrew did the fake accent. You did not like that. I did not. You want to give us the scoop? Well, <laughs> sure. Here's yeah. the scoop. I thought he it was a stupid. Okay. Right. So when Rigby got his samples back from the laboratory, he made a startling discovery. What he believed to be igneous was in fact sedimentary. Um, I feel like I didn't mind it as the intro gag. Mm-hmm. When he continued it, like in his one-on-one time with her, insisting upon it. Gotcha. He insisted upon the it's accent. An, it insists upon itself. Uh, <laughs> drop it. Like, if that's how... I feel like it would be... You know, that one girl did that Australian accent, right. and then it was one and done. Yeah. that's. But I thought she did that for, like, an episode. No. I, oh, okay. But it, I think that was also Colton, who did not figure out that she right. wasn't Australian for a long time. <laughs> Um, no, I just feel like he was like, he was way more interested in talking about whether or not she had believed the accident than in actually talking to her. That, no, good point. Good point. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. We've got Marcus. That's all I have. Okay. There's somebody there. I have the same thing. Just, well, that's because they switched to like the montage format of like a guy named Mike came. Yeah. A guy named Marcus came. A guy shows up in a giant box Mm -hmm. and I have in my notes... What's in the box? Joke. But then the gentleman made it for me. I know. Way to step on our toes, guys. That's our bit. His name is James, but he doesn't come out of the box yet. Yeah. Um. So Cody arrives with a uh, sex doll. How do you feel yeah, about that? Sandy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's he's one-upping Katie yeah. on her own game. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that was a good gag. Okay. 
Um, then a bunch of guys come in with some sex puns. Christian says, I don't know if there's a genie in this bottle, but I hope we can rub one out together. Yeah, like that's and, the other thing. Like, are we all just going to have to make bad sex puns the yes. whole season? Yes, we are. And I'm going to have to do it too. And then Courtney makes a bunch of Q-word puns that are also sex puns. Well, they weren't all Q-words. It's not yes. Sesame Street. I hope you come to the right conclusion. No, but before he did that, he did a bunch of q Words. Oh, he did. It was like a Sesame Street yeah. thing. Yeah, it was like the letter of the week is Q. <laughs> Elmo wants Courtney to come. <laughs> it's quintessentially Courtney. <laughs> uh, there's a okay. Here we go. Are we ready? Yes. So to talk about the cat. The cat. So I feel like yeah. this is a really good example of like. Not ever being able to pinpoint what's going to go over well yep. and what's going to fall yep. flat. Because one guy didn't get a rose because he ate celery in his RV. Yep. And this motherfucker rolls up as a cat. And I was like, I will divorce Ryan and run away with this cat. And so was Katie. Katie was ready to like yes. jump his bones. Yes. He rolls right up there. and he says, it's so nice to finally meet you. He does about 10 yeah, other cat I would buns. like, I hope this would make you want to ask me out. Me out. And Katie responds with a pun. It's perfect. Yeah, she was. Which that is, was is cute. Good. I, yeah. I loved the cat guy. So you okay? So Connor. I didn't realize that this there was a sexual component to this interest from you. I know that Katie was interested. Oh, this but, is my number one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. I thought it was just like this is kind of funny. It it is. I okay. think Katie and I are the same in that. Like, if you truly, I felt like he was so funny about it. Like, uh-huh. he was, he was like clawing at the door to get to try to get yeah. in instead of, oh, I just feel like he committed to it. Here's what I think it is. Here's what do you think of this? He committed to it, but he wasn't super serious about it. Yeah. Which is like the very hard line to walk. If you're going to dress up as a cat, like I just felt like he was very natural right. in this cat And like costume. he didn't seem, because sometimes these guys come up with a gag and you can tell they fucking regret it. Yeah. They're like, why am I here in this mask? Like I thought this was going to be funny and it's not. And they're uncomfortable, so you're uncomfortable. But he was, first of all. The cat like, costume yeah, looked, cat. looked like, comfortable. Yeah, yeah, he looked damn good in this cat costume. Man, would you like it if maybe I wore something like this in the bedroom? Mm, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say no. Okay, noted. Listener, you heard it too. <laughs> I came up with a list of cat names for him okay. before we learned that his name was Connor. Okay. Kitsy McSnufferdoo. <laughs> All right. Whimsy Wifferdill. <laughs> These are, yes, nice. Slinkery Dinkery Doc. These are all good. Eliza yeah. Sliberty Wanker. <laughs> Sliberty Wanker. You'd like to see his Sliberty Wanker. <laughs> I would. Yeah. I would. Yeah, his spiked penis. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm willing to I'm Deal willing with to the spikes. Take, yeah. I'll, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I did not realize you were so in heat for this cat. <laughs> <laughs> I was howling at the moon <laughs> for con I I could not be uh, I would not be disappointed at all if Connor just stayed in this cat costume the whole season. The whole time. Interesting. I will take note of this, and you will regret it when I try to cash in on this. <laughs> you are no Connor. So. I am no Connor. Tell me about that. Yeah, because she, like, they make out like a They're like, oh, sesh. she just gave the cat double thumbs up, and then yeah. she gets it on with the cat. Like, yeah. she has his, his whisker makeup all over <laughs> her face. 
All right. So Tasha and Caitlin talk to Katie about the first impression rose, mm-hmm. uh, to which she says, I'm really focused on Connor the cat. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I thought it was just like, oh, that's cute. Ha ha ha. But she nope. was really, that made a, an impression. But what do you think he did not get the first impression, Rose? What's yeah, the deal with that? Just because, I mean, I feel like he knew that he had made an impression. Oh, I see. He doesn't need that kind of validation. Mm. You know, it's all like you also, if you're going to dress as a cat, you need the confidence of a cat. Well, I was going to say, you need like, the cool confidence yeah. of, of a cat. And you kind of hate to give that message to the guy. Sure. Yeah. Well, like, well, what season was that? A couple seasons. Oh, was it Hannah B or so? Like, I like bold things. And then they're just like, Throwing like, themselves off cliffs and stuff yeah, to be bold. Like yeah, rubbing themselves in Dorito right. seasoning. I'm bold. <laughs> I'm bold and spicy. Um. Okay. The we talked about the British accent guy. Mm-hmm. She gives a toast, and then we're off to the races. Yes, yeah. talking to the gentleman. So Greg. The egg is back. His uh, niece makes fancy necklaces. Oh, and it's pasta. a macaroni necklace. It's cute. That it's is macaroni cute. macaroni midler. I, he's just like a, he's just a nice guy. Yeah. I'm going to eat those words because I bet he ends up being a dick. He's the closet racist. It's all, there's always it's, one. It's yeah. Greg. <laughs> so it's the person you least suspect. One. Yeah, that's true. Might be a lot. There was another gentleman that just brings a bag of stones to show up. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Let's see. Katie says that something is just really sticking out about Greg. Um, mm-hmm. She and Justin make out a little bit. He's the artist. Yeah. Okay. Justin is the artist. Good. We yes. got his name. Okay. Yeah. And he did that. The rose painting was good. The guys are all talking about how pissed they will be if the guy in the box, his name is James, mm-hmm. if he gets the first impression rose. I like it that they've somehow convinced themselves that like, the box guy is getting it. Right. <laughs> this box guy. <laughs> Someone says, he may be butt-ass naked in there. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's what he, right. Two guys, just gag on top of gag on top of gag. <laughs> He's butt-ass. Or, or I like the idea that he. it just didn't occur to him that he would need clothes. Right. I'm in a box. Yeah, I always am naked when I'm in a <laughs> yeah. box. Yeah. She goes into the RV and she says that she was not feeling it. Yeah. Well, it sounded like he did not clean that up very well. He like had to move his dirty boxes around. Needs Mm. to straighten up a little bit. Also, this guy is no Dean and Dean only had a van. Yeah. Dean is uh, no Dean sometimes. It just depends on the Um, day. As if Connor the cat wasn't already hitting enough home runs. He also somehow pulls out a giant yes. board. Yeah, and they do a big a style big. move. Yep. Neat. Yeah, though I, it was cute. I was wondering if he was kind of mixing his messages a little bit. Like, why not stick with the cat theme stuff He's but a cat that can dance on a giant keyboard <laughs> what does it make sense right, about yeah. that what's it he's like a 90s cartoon yeah i feel like that's he's like a, scat cat he is, he's, he's the MC real scat life cat. scat cat and she's paula abdul what a lucky bitch. 
Um, he tells her that she's amazing, that he watched her season, and that she wants to build people up instead of knocking people down. And then they just make out. Yeah, that's well. That here's the thing: is he is firing on all cylinders. Because he's got the cat thing going on. He's got the piano. He's got the lines. Like, I feel like this is... This he's is playing one it. cool cat. This is one cool cat. He's playing it right. This is right. no Garfield, y'all. This is a Heathcliff. <laughs> this is a motherfucking Heathcliff with a fish skeleton in his trash can. <laughs> um, um, we missed... So when there was that little fight... I didn't get. Um, I th- I think the fight already happened. It did. It did. Yeah. And the only thing I wanted to mention was Trey saying, "I don't want none of the beef. I'm a vegetarian." Yeah, I which did. is a good line. It's yeah. a good line. Okay. Um. Okay. Michael tells her that he has a four year old son. Just kind of slips that in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to drop that. And uh, is he the one who? Who's the one who asked if she wants kids? And she's like, "Oh, I don't know. Maybe or not." Or he could have kids, or we and could he's not like, have kids. Guess what? Yeah, I have a four-year-old. <laughs> um, Greg gets the first impression mm-hmm. rose, and that's all I have. Do you have anything? I more? have just a couple other quick things. Okay. Um, Connor, when she comes in for the uh, like for with the first impression rose, he's like rubbing his furry. Oh cat yeah, paws together. I feel like he was. Almost a little too too eager, yeah. Well, or even like it just seemed to have to come too naturally to him. Mm-hmm. To, yeah, like there's a pretty high chance that this guy goes to furry conventions dressed as his cat. <laughs> yeah, he. This is not the first time. No, that he's uh, wooed women dressed as a cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so do you have? I took most of the guys' names down, and then I just him. stopped. I've got him. Yeah, uh, Trey. Michael A, Thomas, who I don't know who that is, Garrett, Connor B, um, Andrew S, James, Justin, Courtney, Mike P, John, Kyle, Andrew, Josh, Connor C, Brendan, David, Aaron, Christian, Hunter, and Cody. Whoo! All get roses. This yeah. is why we don't need to get to know you. That's right. Yet. We're not going to get attached yet, other than the cat man. Well, I yeah. mean, clearly. <laughs> You're attached. You would adopt him and take him home. Yeah. Pick him up from the pound anytime and take Big him. Big time. Take him uh, from the pound to Pound Town. Okay. You ought to ask, magical Mr. Mistopheles, the original conjuring cat. There can be no doubt about that. Please, listen to me. And don't scoff. All his inventions are off his own back. There's no such cat in the metropolis. He holds all the patent monopolies for performing surprising illusions and creating eccentric confusions. The greatest magicians have something to learn from Mr. Mistopheles' conjuring And we all Dice. 
he's always deceiving you into believing that he's only hunting for myself. You can plan a trip with a cork or a spoon and a bedside fish paste. And you look for a knife or a fork and you think that it's merely mere's place. You've seen it one moment, but then it is gone! But you'll find it next week laying out on the lawn. We all say, oh, well, I never was there ever A cat so clever as a magic Nobody shyer But his voice can be heard On the roof While he was curled up by the fire And he's sometimes been heard by the fire While he was about on the roof At least we all heard that somebody purred Which is incontestable proof And I've been singing the magical powers I've been known the family to call him in from the garden for hours while he was asleep in the hall And not long ago This phenomenal cat Produced seven kittens Right out of a hat And we all say Oh, well, I never was a
so clever as magical Mr. Mr. Foley's Oh, well, I never was there This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.